All right. We are going in three, two. What's up, everyone? This is the Red Band Podcast, your source for all film and TV related news and topics. I'm your host, Anthony King, and here with me on my left is my co-host, Adrian. And as usual, sitting in the control room is our technical director, the big guy, big man, big nasty, Michael Cards. <laughs> what the hell? How's everyone doing today? Feeling good? Feeling good. Yeah. You're feeling good? Feeling solid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wish you were there, Mike. I, re- yeah. I really wish you, you would have saw this movie. It would have been perfect for you. This is like one of those perfect movies where... Having you there, Mike, to see all your facial expressions on all the nasty shit that goes on, it would have been 10 times more worth it. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> why, man. That's why I avoided it. Yeah. So, everyone, tonight we're talking about is Spirals from the Book of Saul. This is one of the newest Saul films, and it's actually like a soft reboot in a sense. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But it's now all different. Because we got Chris Rock this time. Shouting Chris Rock. <laughs> Shouting Chris Rock. Okay. Yeah. So me and Adrian, of course, we just saw it. It got released today, May 14th. How do you like it? Um, did, did you like it? I liked it a lot. Yeah. Well, I personally, I, you know, I'm a, I mean, you know that uh, I'm a huge fan for the Saw franchise. Yeah. Yeah. You're, I mean, you are the Saw guy. You yes. heavily invested so much time in watching Dude, all the Blu rays, behind the scenes, all I that got, shit. I got the entire collection. <laughs> I have. I have read the comics. I played the games, the books. I'm still trying to get my hold on a puppet, but they're, they're <laughs> stupid expensive. Yes, yeah, I've seen all the films, but they're just—it's just an okay. Like I said, it's a gore porn. It's yeah. gore porn to me. To me, it's more of like if you're telling me it's about the story, you're watching twenty percent. <laughs> no, no. To me, it's the equivalent of the summer, the summer blockbuster, but in the horror aspect. <laughs> It's just fun to watch. I'm there for the entertainment. This is like your Halloween blockbuster for you. Yeah, it's to me, it's the the Fast and Furious of <laughs> horror. Oh God, you, it is. You, it's, it's it really close. is. It really is. Because it starts off very simple mm-hmm. and it gets super complicated. So complicated. So convoluted. Just so many disciples. So many killers. It got way too much. Yeah. But this one, did you like this one? No, no I liked it because it was. Although it was, you know, it's Saw. Mm-hmm. It's still completely different it was fresh it was a little fresh yeah it was still had those core themes like any type of those horror films would have so of course you got stupid cop decisions all the time mm-hmm. you got the really cliche and really easy to see twist at the end which who's gonna be the killer yeah that was really easy you can't you, yeah it was it was it, it was predictable this movie was predictable. it was predictable yeah. but i mean this is but, what you said would be like the equivalent of a of a summer blockbuster. Yeah. Yes. Uh, should, hold on. Before we go any further, should we put like, should we actually put a spoiler warning? Oh yeah. This is a full on spoiler warning. We're going to be covering everything deep about this film, yeah. all the key points, characters, everything. And we will be discussing the ending too. So yes. if you haven't watched this yet and you're looking to be, still be surprised, then <laughs> turn it off right now. Yeah, Cause yeah. we're going to be going off on this. Bitch, you're going to still keep listening. You know you is. Yeah. You're right. going to. So you like this movie, right? Yes. Yeah. Like what, it a lot. Yeah. What do you like about this one? I mean, it had, like I said, it had the same feel as the Saw films. Mm-hmm. It had all the traps. had, you know, even the fast-paced editing. Um, it didn't do it too much. No, no. This time so, it actually yeah. did just good yeah. enough. Because, if you, I mean, you know, if you go to the very first movie mm-hmm. where they did it with the Amanda on uh, the reverse bear trap, 
it's fast edited and they spin the camera around just nonstop and it gets nauseating. Yeah, like Mike, you know, like that cleat, like it's that standard of, it is the standard like practice of the Saw films where yeah. they're introducing the uh, trap for the first time. You get a bunch of jump cuts that are like up close shots and far away. Then you get the camera that spins around the oh, person yeah, yeah. and they hyper time lapse it to go super yeah. fast. Yeah, it's like over cranked. But, yeah, yeah, yes, way over cranked. Yeah, yeah. They're doing, yeah. In the other saws, they did that to show off the traps, not even to show off the mm -hmm. character. In this one, they did it to whenever the character panicked. Yeah. That's when they actually did it. It was whole... more thematic to the actual emotional state of the character. Yeah. Rather than just showing off the trap. Still, that whole shot just like it is it annoying. It's, it's, it is, yeah. It's it's a little too much. Because it's like, oh my God. Ah, and then it does like the it was weird cool flares coming yeah. in, flare out, and then I'm just like like no, well, it was cool at first. When they first started doing it, it was like, oh, okay, it's cool. But after a while, I was like, I honestly, I, I honestly didn't like it the first time. If you're gonna show me something so grotesque and extreme for me to stomach to watch, I need to see that slow. I need to see that slow buildup. It would have been nicer if they oh. had that first introduction for the bear trap. I yeah. thought you meant like watch the gore and stuff. No, not, to, yeah. not like, much of the gore, but I need to see the setup, the panic to build up. So if you would have had Amanda in that bear trap, like in the chair with a reverse bear trap on her head, and you had a nice slow like push in. Also, you got to remember. Also, here's the one thing that everyone seems to forget. This was a student film. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was a, it was a student film. Mm -hmm. And it was, they were uh, testing themselves yeah. to see if they can make a movie in just one room. Yeah. So they were these, just learning the ropes. Yeah. yeah. So these guys are not necessarily, you know, top A direct, at least at this point, mm -hmm. were not great directors or great writers. They're just, they're had just a great idea. Off, yeah. Like, can I, can I just point out to the fact that whatever the actor's name who plays Jigsaw, what's yeah. the character's name? Uh, Tobin. Oh, well, the character is. John, uh, John Kramer. John Kramer. And what's the name of the actor? Tobin guys? Bell? Tobin Bell, yeah. Yeah. Can I just appreciate the fact that Tobin Bell really laid on the middle of the floor? For like four day, three, four days, three, right? four days because it was cheaper to have a real person than to like make a, a mannequin doll. Dude, that's budget right there. That's budget. <laughs> that is budget right there. To Dude. literally be like, okay, going back in, get some blood <laughs> no, on my face. No, I, if I remember correctly, they filmed that one scene. Mm -hmm. The rest of the stuff was added on later on. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So that no means they, the entire, th the originally the entire thing was shot in that one room, and that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. yeah. I mean, it was four days in that one room that yeah. they shot, and then they added everything for all the background stories, the flashbacks, yeah. everything. That all that was added extra. But yeah, four days, like yeah. three to four days, so it was just laying in the middle of that floor. That's awesome. That's your yeah. role. So they really <laughs> had to make sure that the blood spire and blood spills were like. I think perfectly was, the same. No, no, no. I think that's I don't think it was the same. If you go and watch it, I'm pretty sure you can probably. It's see either some not light. the same or it was stained on there. Yeah, I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure you're gonna notice at least some discrepancies in shots. Well, at, at that point, once you see the movie and you see the body, yeah. you're like, oh, you accept yeah. it's there. Like so if you, you watch the main more. clock in that room, it's all over the fucking yeah. place. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes it's six o'clock, sometimes it's twelve o'clock, sometimes it's three o'clock. Because they, of course, the one thing they didn't pay attention was the clock on the wall. Yeah. Maybe because that death just happens all throughout the day and there's no actual time punch card for death. Yeah, I don't think it's that, <laughs> they're that detailed. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they saw no. the clock and was like, yeah, let's make a really intricate nine fucking movie franchise yeah. from this. See, I need to watch this movie against Spirals because yeah. I definitely want to see all, if they had any background stuff. Like they had... When they're talking about the cases, they had a, you know the autopsy report yeah. of John Kramer, and they had like a few stuff from the other films. But I didn't see Billy the Puppet. 
I didn't see him, but I know he's probably somewhere in the background. <laughs> I like just, he didn't show up on the small TVs or anything? No, 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 no. no. He was no, he was not even it a was character. A completely it was a different completely different puppet. Yeah. It was an actual like pig. So it had like Billy the Puppet's eyes, but it was an actual marionette pig. And I get the joke, you know, cops, pigs. Yeah. This uh, movie was heavily, like heavily thematic on police brutality. Like police they brutality. shoved that shit down your throat. A lot of the film was talking about police brutality. Yeah, police brutality and uh, I guess more of a, uh, what's it called? A police state kind of where they have free range. Yeah. They, talk, they kept talking about an article. article yeah, so eight. in the film, they talk about like 10 years prior, which I'm still trying to just like figure out where this film fits in the timeline. Because you had all that shit from like the first like seven films. And then you had Jigsaw, which took place a decade afterwards. Like, mm. I want to know where Spirals takes place. But in Spirals, like a decade before, like 10 years before, the city was in shit at like complete chaos. The police department in the city created this thing called Article 8, which is basically just gave police the reins of to do whatever they want. They Judge were basically Dredd. Judge Dredd. Yeah. Oh, shit. So there are... Judge, jury, executioner on the streets. The main killer was affected by this, so he's punishing the police department and basically giving his own statement like, since you guys won't actually punish real crimes or do your job, I'm gonna bring my own form of justice on you guys. So there wasn't really no actual like serial killer out of the streets. The police were the targets. Oh. And this was a vendetta. This movie was a vendetta the entire time. Yeah. So it wasn't just random killing. It was a no. random serial killer killing. This was, hey, I have a plan and I made this plan years ago and now I'm enacting this plan on the police department. Yeah. I mean, like say every everyone that was killed had a reason for it. Mm -hmm. And even the traps were tied to the reason why they're, you know, they were in there in the first place. Yeah. There were some pretty cool traps though. Yeah. Like they I, had I like these traps. Like they had the one guy with his fingers because he shot the one guy. So he says, you know, uh if you know, are you willing to pull the trigger? Yeah, so there's a officer in the film who had a police, he had a, like a traffic stop, talked to the guy in the car, and the guy flipped him off and he got mad and shot the guy. Oh. So his punishment was because he took that life and used his own fingers, taking that life, he had to choose to rip off his own fingers to Ew. save himself. He was, he was in a bathtub and the bathtub was filling with water which had electrical cable so it was going to electrocute him. Mm -hmm. Then he had this trap which was like these Chinese finger traps on all his fingers that had like these metal barbed wires and it was on this like pulley system. He bites on this bar and it'll start slowly yeah, ripping off his fingers. It's yeah. a cage around his face. Yeah, it's a cage and around it's like, his face. Yeah. And the way to activate it is by biting down. Ooh. So once he bites it, it starts pulling his fingers off. And once he can rip his fingers off, then he can get out of the water. Which, I, I mean, I didn't see that he was his feet were tied down, but couldn't he just like... Yeah, I don't know up? if his feet were tied down. I didn't notice that. Yeah, maybe, I didn't know. Like maybe, said, I didn't, yeah. maybe we gotta watch it again to see that. <laughs> yeah, I did not notice that part. But yeah, so he almost makes it out in time. Of course, doesn't, gets electrocuted and rips his own fingers off at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So, uh, you know, they find his dead body there. The, uh, police commissioner gets uh, hot wax on her face and she has to sever her own spinal cord. Yeah. Oh, shit. So there's a blade un like underneath the back of her neck. So she has to basically place her, she has to jam her neck into the blade and then basically cut her own spinal cord. Yeah. Oh, shit. Her and that stopped the, the, to not walk or was it the, uh, wait, what? Well, you, she she no, no. So she is, she's the new acting police commissioner. And during the, Ar the article eight shit, she covered up a lot of stuff. Yeah, she walked away oh. from that. Her, well, he said he, she walked away from uh, the truth. From so the now truth. she can no, no longer So she walk. can no longer walk away. So she can survive, but she won't be able to walk ever again to make out of this trap. And she had like this cloth covering over her face because she covered up crimes and shit like that. Yeah. 
So all the traps were it had symbol to them. Yeah, see, they had symbolism. I mean, even the original, like we talked about this, yeah. the original Saw series, most of those traps had actual symbolism to why these people some had their them. own problems or addictions. Yeah, some of them, but yeah. not all of them. Like it started off, it started off that way. Not even. I don't, not even. Yeah, yeah. No, Amanda's reverse bear trap. Okay, I don't get that <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, that, I don't get that, that one. one. Had, no. That had no I'm, symbolism. I'm talking about the random quick one. So like the dude who had oil colored covered all over him and he had yeah. to find the codes like he had something about he was an arsonist or something like that and then he got burned yeah see like some of them were yeah, so, actually it started off that yeah, way being some, relevant some of them were not all of them but some of them were but like i said i know like a man's bear <laughs> trap uh the guy with his quote-unquote original bear uh trap with the um with the razor blades oh okay yeah yeah you know uh i understand like you know man jumping into the pit what about like, the one where it was like some dude that had like he was pinned in some machine and all of his limbs there would twist individually. Yeah. That was Saw 3. And yeah, that really didn't have much. I don't think that had much to do with that guy's trap. I think that was just more of a grotesque thing. Cause that yeah. was more of the other dude's trap because he had to try to save him. Yeah. So really most of the time. Sometimes yeah. it was simple. Sometimes, sometimes it was. Sometimes, sometimes was let's just see how we can get the gore going. Uh. But even with the original Saw series, most of those people he killed were close to him or he knew them yeah they were like now i'm thinking about it like it's all he vendetta was, he, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a vendetta he wasn't really much of a serial killer like there are some people who weren't tied to him but in the most part all the people who were killed in all these films were connected to him were connected way. to him in yeah. some way they're all everyone who screwed him over some way or another so no matter what the saw series is just a long vendetta series it's not even much of a serial killer on the streets and the cops trying to stop him pretty no, much no it's just one guy who just Whenever it was it tied is. to John Kramer, yeah, say? not John Kramer, not to the other, not to Amanda or to uh, Hoffman, yeah, whoever John like tied, yeah, whoever tied to John, yeah. So whenever John did it, it was tied into him. But the other ones were kind of got kind of lost in there. So he's completely talking bullshit out of his ass. Of you need to learn suffering to enjoy life. Yeah. No, this is basically like, yeah, this is for what you did to me. You're a dick. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, now I, fucking cut your dick off while I smile. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. And then some stupid ass pun or something like that. Yeah, yeah, he would he would do us. You, you know, were a dick in your <laughs> life, and now you'll have no dick. Be like that's not really a. I mean, yeah, this machine. I feel like most of the machines that he makes, yeah, they're grotesque. Mm -hmm. But I feel like at the same time, their symbolism isn't really that original. It's not much like, originality to like it. Like you no. were just talking about the wax thing. Like, yeah, was it just? It was just wax. Yeah, it was right? just wax. Hot, hot yeah. wax. That's all. It was. You closed your eyes to what was going on. So therefore. I will put wax oh, no. as a cloak. I wish I used that voice. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness, that is another big issue with spirals. Yes, you the close boys. your eyes. It's ah. Uh, I wish they had an actual menacing voice for that. It's such higher pitch. Yeah. It's and so it's, it's not like I can't say it's whiny. It's like it's what happens when you get any person's regular voice and you just audulate the fuck out of it and change it up. So it sounds like a regular, it just sounded like the regular on the phone ransom kidnapper, like, give me a thousand dollars or else you won't see this person ever again. Like, it sounded like those regular voices. Oh. Yeah. But oh, pitched okay. high. Yeah. There was nothing iconic or deep about it. It's just like, this sounds like a regular person kidnapping people and yeah. then just changing it. They're using the voice changer. So I was down with the new puppet, the pig mask. Yeah. The voice. I'm now, I'm, I still can't get behind it. Okay. To give an example, go on to the, uh, the actual trailer of Spirals. Okay. They do definitely do... I know they use it on there. All right. So, would it be the first one or just uh, any? Uh, it'll be the first one. All right. So, I'll try this. 
Dutch angles. Dutch. Let's see. Silver? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can hear it. That, oh, that's wow. the voice. Yeah. Hello, Detective Banks. Hello, Detective Yeah. <laughs> it Hello, sounds like a really effeminate uh, it is, Bane. It was really effeminate. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, that's how I described it. Effeminate Bane. It was weird. It was really weird hearing that. Yeah. And you hear that a lot. A lot. It wasn't, that wasn't the time. Like, every time they did the same thing. Like, someone gets caught, plays the tape, they died. We'll say this real quick before yeah, forget. Yeah. What I appreciate about this, like you say, they, every time they played it, they showed it. Yeah. There were flashbacks. They weren't actually shown in real time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Normally, like in other Saw movies, they show them in real time as they're being, you know, being tested. This one was done in reverse. Yeah. So they'll show the bodies. They, they show the bodies. They reveal the bodies and then they'll go back in the past and show how they died. Right. So like, yeah. so someone gets, so in Spirals, someone gets kidnapped and they're like, hey, this cop is gone. Let's go find this cop. Hey, we found the cop's body. They'll show the cop's body, but they don't show you how that cop got killed in the trap until they're discovering through the investigation. Yeah, how that wow. guy got killed during the trap. Wow. So it was kind of like in reverse time. So they'll show the body and then they'll play back how that person got killed. And they had this, they had the same kind of like rhythm with someone gets kidnapped. They use the long cloth of chloroform, cut the black, and then they wake up in the trap. Like it kept repeating that same rhythmic pattern. I think because they use the same way they did with the other, you know, the pig mask. Yeah. Soft sauce, sauce, yeah. Which in the other one, they knocked him in the head. Mm-hmm. Which I think they figured out that could cause brain damage. So they just <laughs> choke them out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this one, this spiral. So you're going to see a lot of people just getting knocked out with chloroform. And oh, then wow. harsh cut the black. Is it the really quick, like... It's fast. It the, is fast. But no, at least they show a struggle. Barely. Barely. But they barely. show them like they... like You could tell like they're breathing it in and they cuts. You get like one breath and then you get Samuel Jackson trying to pop up one shot and fucking miss and then that's it. Yeah, but at least they don't do the... In the, 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 what's it called? The, um, the one they do in the movies where they just do this and they go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Instant drop. <laughs> At least they don't do the instant yeah, drop. They yeah. do the, where they do the slight struggle. The and slight cuts. struggle and it's a harsh cut. Yeah. But it's like, you see what I'm saying? If the movie fell into that rhythmic pattern of like someone gets kidnapped, yeah. chloroform, cut the black, wake up, they find the body, showed how they died. And yeah. it, it kept repeating that pattern. Yeah, but. I, like I said, I liked that a lot more mm-hmm. because they were focused on the investigation part mm-hmm. of Chris Rock's character and not the other way around. Yeah. See, this is what I did like about Spirals. It was way more focused on the actual story than the traps. Yeah. The traps played a way back end to the story than usually what happened in the Saw films. Like in Saw films, it was always traps come first and then we'll build our story around the traps. Yeah. This was completely different. Like in the, what's the Saw films, at least the traps go for at least for five, 10 minutes at yeah. a time. This one, no, it's literally just two you get minutes. Two minutes. This trap is done. Back to the story. Yeah. Back to the investigation. I kind of like that. I like. Look, I really like this. This was more story driven, and it felt more like the movie Seven. Yes. Than an actual horror gore film. Yeah. That's cool. And that's what I wanted for this film because wasn't it originally Saw was supposed to be more of like that cat and mouse game, like story wise. Tell you the truth, I'm not sure. Because it was all over the place. I'm pretty sure originally it was, and then it no, just no, took it was off. because because they started doing with the whole, you know, yes, they start taking three off, and four. Yeah, they start taking off the cops. Yes, yeah. which is the same director who did. Yeah, most, yeah, uh, Darren Bozeman, Darren Bozeman, yeah, yeah Darren Bozeman came oh, back yeah. to do this one. <laughs> he was brought back to do this one, and what's actually I know the backstory behind this one too is that the reason why he came back 
is because Chris Rock is apparently a huge fan of the Saw franchise, mm. made a pitch, and brought back the director, which part of his favorite films. <laughs> uh, I, I still like wonder like how Chris Rock like they talk about like he got gave like the greatest pitch to acquire the series, and when I saw this film, I'm like it's. It's an okay film. It's not like, holy shit, this is amazing. It's just but, a decent, okay film. Well, I mean, we know the fact that what we what happens before production and happens after production is two different things. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's a lot of movies out there that's probably had either a fantastic script mm -hmm. or they had a fantastic pitch, but the execution was just done wrong. Yeah. Like, I'm wondering if they were too caught up on the police brutality themes of it yeah like they're like yeah this is relevant people are gonna get into this shit fuck the police yeah let's just let's throw the shit out there people are gonna love it like that's how i felt more like i'm pretty sure that's really how he pitched it that's how yeah. it was yeah pitched at it was pitched as you know not i don't say anti-police but what happens when you know essentially the police department goes, goes out of control yeah. out of control and someone decides to take you know into their own hands yeah and has a lot of time on the hands and still Every person in the Saw series has some kind of engineering skill. Yeah, dude, that's okay. <laughs> Those these traps were way more intricate. The first trap, very simple. Yeah, first trap was simple. You can a buy some Home Depot. Yeah, a guy was just basically strapped on his tongue on a bar, and a train was coming, and he had to basically bite off his own tongue. Oh, that yeah. was his thing. If you can bite off it, because he lied on the stand to send people to jail. He was a cop, mm -hmm. and he lied on the stand. So you know, bite the tongue you used to lie, and you can set yourself free. Yeah. So that was simple. Very simple. After that, then it got, got way, especially Sam Jackson's trap at the end. He had the most intricate, complex trap. Dude, okay, I know a little bit about uh, electrical, you know, work. How you know how to program stuff, how to time stuff out. I know a little bit of it. <laughs> to program something like that in that sequence, that takes that you have to be have a master's or a doctorate in engineering to do that. Okay. Apparently, the community college just has great engineering. <laughs> Seriously. All right. This is going to be another warning right here because yeah, I'm going to say right now. Huge, big spoiler. I'm about to tell you the end of the film right now. So big spoilers to anyone who don't want to know the end of the film. So the very end, Sam Jackson's character gets strung up onto this contraption that is basically draining his blood into <laughs> five different mason jars. Basically, he's third saying, you know, he's strung up here. You have five or four minutes before he bleeds out. And the SWAT is already coming because the main killer called the SWAT too. So he called the SWAT on himself. Sam Jackson is bleeding out and Chris Rock, his job is basically either he can shoot the killer or he can shoot this target to set his dad free. That's his option. So he has to juggle between those lines. He decides, yeah. you know, fuck killing the killer. I'm going to set my dad free. Okay. Now one thing you forgot to add in there. What? Um, okay, he does have the needles into the mason jars. Yeah, but he's strung up on this uh, on the steel cables. Yeah, okay, as a marionette. Yeah, he's, he's basically strung up like a marionette on these steel cables too. Yeah. So Ooh. yeah, so Chris Rock shoots the target, sets his dad free. Killer starts running. Well, not really one right. He's like, okay, whatever. I'm gonna walk away into this elevator shaft. And the SWAT is coming in. The door that they're coming in is sealed, and there's like this cable that's like holding it shut. Mm -hmm. This cable is a trap. So you know, once they cut through this cable, it's gonna set up another trap. Chris Rock goes to Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson barely alive, but kind of like still okay. And he's like, you know, get this motherfucker. Chris Rock goes, punches the guy out, and they get into the fight into the elevator shaft. The fucking SWAT team cuts open the door. They set off the trap. 
So the trap for Sam Jackson is even though he passed the test, Sam Jackson was always going to die because the spoiler alert, this entire movie was to set up to kill Sam Jackson. He's like the main bad guy-ish. Because hmm. he was the police chief commissioner beforehand during the Article 8, sec- yeah. the Section 8. So he was allowing for all these crooked cops to kill people and do whatever they want. So he was the main real focus for the killer the entire time. Yeah. Uh. So he finally gets Sam Jackson. Oh, so please, so SWAT comes in. The trap gets set up. So the wires that Sam Jackson was connected to start pulling him back up off the ground. So he's starting to hang up again. He's like, what the fuck's going on? Chris Rock and the killer kind of see what's going on. SWAT comes in telling everyone to go down. They get Chris Rock on the ground. And he's basically like, don't shoot, don't shoot. All of a sudden, Sam Jackson, basically, a shotgun comes like right oh, no, out no. of- No, no you're missing parts. What part? Okay. No, no. After he's lifted up, lights blast. Oh yeah, lights blast behind him. Yes. So it makes it very hard to see who it is and what he's doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all the SWAT team see is a guy kind of strung up and you see the shotgun- A handgun. A handgun. Pop like, out. It's like a sauna shotgun. It pops out of his arm sleeve. Mm-hmm. And it basically, the strings that are controlling his arm make him start to point the gun at the cops, at the SWAT team. So since they can't see who he really is or what's really going on, they basically just open fire on him. Wow. So it's basically, it forces Sam Jackson to get killed by suicide by SWAT. Now, like I said, going back to, I say where to pull off that type of programming to do that. Yeah. It's... It was intricate. It was way too fucking intricate. You had to have Sorry. pulley systems. You had to have the cabling right. Like no, you have to have no. Not only pulley rigging. Uh, you would have to somehow route power. Yeah, because yeah. Because the lights turn on. It pops up. The it releases the gun. It raises. It pulls one cable up. Mm-hmm. Like it had to be all perfectly timed too. Also, he spray painted a spiral directly on it. Oh yeah. <laughs> so he had to take his time and go up there and. He had to go kiss the. Mark. Target was on the ceiling too, so basically had to go up on that ceiling and spray that spiral. There's a lot of spiral paintings too, like spray painting. And it wasn't like dirty, nasty graffiti spray painting. These were nice, like well perfectly shaped spirals. These were like stenciled. Stenciled out. Stenciled out. Yeah. Like different sizes. He pulled out a a fucking 12 foot ladder Mm -hmm. and just really made that time and effort to just make that that spray paint. Yeah. He's like, gotta mark my, gotta mark my work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that trap was well, way too interesting. And the turbine, the wind turbine glass, that was pretty. That was a little, I mean, that was not like setting that up intricate, but that was like over the top planning. Like how you get a, how you get to plan someone's death to that extreme? Chris Rock ratted on his own partner. So basically the partner's in this one trap mm-hmm. and well, it's one of his old partners before he, um, the events of the story. So they find him again. He's in this one trap. His arm's strapped up and he's on this pedestal with like glass all around him. Right behind him, there's like these huge turbine jets or what What were they? Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Okay. At first, I thought they were, uh, what's it called? A kiln? Yeah. Like it had like the exhaust. Yeah, At yeah. first, I thought that they were. But no, it turns out they were high speed <laughs> crushing glass. Yeah. Which I know what the, look, the machine looks like. It is nothing like that. <laughs> this machine was going overdrive. Yeah. I'm talking about. So it's like overdrive. So they had this conveyor belt that's dropping glass into this crusher. And out from the back of it is like this high powered pressured wind that is blasting it and shooting it like it's fucking gunfire. And it's hitting this guy in the back. Ooh. Yeah. So he's just being ripped to shreds with shrapnel of crushed glass. And Chris Rock basically had to 
go into the line of fire to try to unstrap him and get him out before he gets cut up to death. And still fails. Still fails, of course. Yes. Oof. But that was the setup for that trap. It's like, how did you take the time to figure out how to kill this man in this degree? Okay, one thing we all know about the Saw franchise. I need to know, is there a symbolism for this trap? Um, <sighs> what was, well, because no, he- That was the guy that killed the glass dad. ceiling. Yeah, because this guy killed the main killer. Oh, so the main killer you find, like we told you, the main killer for this film. Yeah. He was someone whose parent was killed by one of the cops. That was the cop. So this guy who got set up was the guy who killed his dad. Oddly enough, his trap was done real quick. Yeah. It was just... all To me, it felt like it was just to get Chris Rock from one point to the another. It was. It was. I mean, there was some pacing in this movie. Issue. There were some pacing issues yes. in this film. Some scenes kind of went by super fast and some scenes drawn out a little too long. Mm-hmm. But besides for that, I think that's why a lot of the traps were really quick cut because they want to add more story to this. So those trap scenes had to be... Com- dense and compress as, uh, compressed as much as possible. Yeah. It was, it, it's weird because this was a Saw film, but it didn't feel like a Saw film. Yeah, it was definitely like that. If- it was more like Seven. This movie felt a lot more like the movie Seven. Yeah. I don't know, like, how did the audience react to this film? I mean, I'm looking right now on, like, Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. It got a 74% from audience, but so 40% far. from... 39 the- from critics, yeah. Oh, I mean, it, that's... It went down? Yeah. Oh. oh, okay, so yeah, we have two different ones. Two different pages. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I think we're just loaded up because I just yeah. refreshed mine right now. <laughs> it's funny. Everyone, mm-hmm. we have like, we're me and Adrian are loaded up on Ron Tomatoes right now. His shows 40% for critics. Mine shows 39. But critics, I mean, this was going to be obviously critics weren't going to really like this movie because what yeah. Saw film I, has yeah. actually been like rated high. I'm looking through like the uh, like the reviews mm-hmm. of like what the critics say. It's always they're bitching about Saw. I would say that. They're, gonna, they're bitching about it that it was, let's see. Uh, see, I just, I just reloaded mine. <laughs> Still, oh, still up? Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Metacritic, yeah, it still has 39 audience. It's a little bit more fair. It's like 5.4, so it's decent. Yeah. Like, I feel this film, you'll like this film if you're familiar with the Saw series. Mm. And you'll kind of like this film if you don't give two shits about the Saw series. So it really could go either way. Yeah, yeah. it can go either way with this. Because this is the problem. Like, this is not like a holy shit amazing film, but this is not a terrible film. It's just a decently okay film. Yeah, it's, it's an okay movie. Yeah, it's a, it's a decent film. It's I'll say solid C plus for like solid C plus. It's it's C plus. It's not technically too gory compared to the rest of them. Oh, it's tame. It's the gory tame compared to the rest. The I gorious, say tame, but yeah, yeah, the goriest thing in this film was probably the fingers being ripped off. Uh, for me at least, like visually goring, gory. Gory. I mean, Om had pretty gory, but it, like I say, it, like I say what we're used to. Yeah, you know it's tame because they showed the guy's tongue just hanging in just hanging there oh yeah that's and it's like he's like splattered all over the place mm-hmm. one guy's just like which if you see the uh the, the predator franchise it's just a, a skinned guy oh yeah yeah you do get some like it's almost realistic because that's how skin would look like it's yeah. oh so you get to see this dude who got hit by this train and then you get to see his remains all scattered around this train track so you get to see like skin of his like left behind and it looks like a deflated balloon. Yeah. Okay. But realistically, like, that's kind of what yeah. it will look like. They were pretty... That was one thing I was a little worried about before going into this, if they were going to go into the CGI elements or not. Because that's what Jigsaw did. Jigsaw started getting more into the CGI gore. They... No, I mean, all the traps looked like they were actually, you know, uh, practical effects, mm-hmm. at least. You know, um, I mean, even Samuel Jackson's trap... His felt like, you know, that, yeah. that was a straight 
Yeah, that yeah. was straight practical. Yeah, that was all practical. All of that was practical. So I do appreciate that. They went into the whole practical area and not straight CGI. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I can definitely say this is... Do you think this film will revitalize the series? I mean, now that we got the first, like, hey, Book of Spiral... Oh, the Book of Saul Spiral. Do you think we're going to get more? Is this going to be a continuation into the story of Chris Rock's character? Or would this go more into like an anthology series? You see what I'm saying? I would assume something more of uh, a Chris Rock. No, it's, if you want it, Chris Rock's character pretty much is done by the end of it. He's, uh, like I said, his dad's dead. Uh, he has a SWAT team, you know, pretty much pinning him down on the floor. And it, the movie does abrupt very end. Yeah, it just ends. It, it abrupts very, very quickly because um, Sam Jackson gets killed. And then the killer gets away, smiles at him, and then Chris Rock turns to him and just yells it's, like, no! And then it's they a harsh do, cut. They do the same ending as the Every, first movie. Yeah, it's first movie. Yeah, same way. So it just cuts, it abrupts. I mean, it just cuts off real fast. Yeah. I don't know if they're trying to go like, hey, there's more to, there's going to be more of this story in general, or are we going to go into a different killer doing different shit? And it's just in the world of Saul. Like, are we going to get this a bunch of different killers who were motivated or inspired by Jigsaw? I kind of, I could go either way. I would like to see either way. I would like, I would like to see their anthology where it's not even connected to one another, mm -hmm. and it's a world where they slowly become, you know, people are coming obsessed with them. But then I'm afraid we're going to get into the whole Jigsaw situation. Oh uh, yeah, because that whole idea was supposed to be like a whole brand a new whole killers, brand new, yeah. So I'm really hoping that. Actually, no, I would like to see Chris Rock character come back. Well, I can see it. I like to see it come back and try to him solving, you know, him trying to take down that other guy or trying to take down, like he finds out there's actually a group of, you know. So do you want this to still be connected back? So if they continue more of these films, do you want it to still be closely related to John Kramer? No, not John Kramer. Yeah. But the, the people who analyzed him. Okay. But it no longer has to do with, you know, his revenge. Mm -hmm. It's there, you know, they just used him as, you know, a guiding point. Because seeing that this, I mean, hopefully they get the money to keep making films like this because that will be hurtful for it. This is their second time trying to reboot the series because Jigsaw was going to be a the soft whole, reboot, yes. like the whole new soft reboot. That did It was because they did, because they contradicted everything they did beforehand. Mm -hmm. The fact that they say, oh, no, now he has a whole brand new disciples and or... Uh, he had traps that no one knew about. Like yeah. that. Come on, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's because they're, yeah. They, it's hard to sell Saul, though, without Tobin Bell's John Kramer. But they did it with this one. Yeah, yeah. They did it with this yeah, one. They, they did. They were able to sell it without having to, you know, rely on flashbacks mm -hmm. and, you know, hidden characters or, you know, that it didn't, it didn't need any of that. Like, they mentioned John's name, like, what, three times in this film? But they, it was more like the cops talking, like, are you sure it's not, you know, John Kramer or, you know. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of dumb, too. We we're like, are you sure it's not John Kramer? It's like, his fucking body's in a, it's like buried or wherever they fucking Honestly, they I thought they were going to do He's a been scene. dead for like 15 years. Honestly, I thought they were going to do a scene of him, that his body getting exhumed. Really? I thought we were going to get that out of it. You mean there's no, there's no zombie John? <laughs> I know. Just I coming know. back. This was the real game. <laughs> I mean, the game of life and death. Of me defeating death, and then somehow it becomes immortal, and then he snaps his fingers, and the Infinity Stones activate it. <laughs> the true Jigsaw. And then they got to stop him in Mortal Kombat. Please <laughs> <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> make that movie. that movie. Now we need that movie right there. Now we need that. Uh, but I, 
I, th- I definitely said I would like to see some more. I want to see this definitely. Yes. If you're going to call this the Book of Saul, I want to see this as an anthology series. Honestly, I thought they were going to bring up something about a book. <laughs> I know. So this whole time, yeah, we were talking about this. Adrian actually thought like in the story, there was supposed to be some kind of like manifesto or book left by John Kramer. And he thought yeah. that was why it was called the book from Saul. The book of Saul. Like, okay, it makes Saul. sense. Like, okay, it's a book. It's a book. I understand it's like, this is the first chapter. Mm-hmm. But I thought like, okay, they, they have some kind of manifesto. They have a, you know, that book they mentioned in the other movies. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, there's something, but no mention of a damn book. No, it's just, it's an anthology like, title. Yeah. Not even I mean, like a. I get it. I get it where Adrian's coming from. Yeah. I, I would expect something similar as well. I mean, I'm watching the notebook, you know, the, the story's being told, but it's being told from a notebook. Yeah. Like yeah. Live. Or like Schindler's List <laughs> is literally about the list that he makes of, you know, mm. the, the Jews that he saved. I'm glad that they're trying to do something new, but I could definitely see how this can become a problem and just literally this could just become cyclical all over again where they just find another niche in this series that they want to sell and they just bank off of that. Because first it was just about the traps. Yes. And it kind of still is about the traps, but I feel like they're going to do the same thing eventually and there's just going to be something where no. they're going to have a re- another film released every Halloween. That's when you know it's not, it's that. Once they start doing the Halloween release, that's oh, when you know they, they fucked up. Oof. That was bad for... That was at least you you knew what to get out of Halloween. (laughs) At least you know what you were getting. I was just surprised on how they can even set up these films so fast on a yearly basis. Dude, when you got money, you can do it. (laughs) And when you can hire someone to build make those traps. By the way, if you if you go back and watch the original, like the behind the scenes, they had one guy building all the traps. He even himself he said, There's no way one person could build these things. (laughs) No like, way. This thing weighs about three tons. No way one guy who has cancer is going to move him. <laughs> God. That cancer gave him super strength. This makes yeah, no the, sense. I think the pencil weighed two or three tons, but it's Anything's it possible when you're fueled by revenge. Mm-hmm. See, I feel like the only way they can back themselves out of the corner for this film to cover up any discrepancies is to have this killer have people helping him out. Because that will be the only thing to explain how he can set a lot of this shit up. Well, I hope they really covered over. They didn't really cover over like the in, like the details. If they do that, I hope they don't do the whole Hoffman Amanda situation, <laughs> where it's a disciple. Like it's a you know it's one of those or what's disciple the, versus disciple, or, or the doctor that happens to be there the fucking entire time. Yeah. Apparently, oh fuck, it's it's so much. But we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Do we have anything else to go over this? Um, do you have anything else you want to add? I mean, quick notes. Moment? I mean, I yeah. guess just quick recap. You know, I like the the new puppet. Um, in the background, you can see like the old uh, what's it called? The original mask, the oh, pig okay. mask. Yeah, you said you, I didn't see the original pig mask, but yeah. you, you saw that. I, in one I, of the I, scenes, that's yeah. the first thing I noticed. <laughs> it's that one scene right before Samuel Jackson gets captured, and there's oh, stuff he's hanging, walking through. Okay, and there's stuff hanging on the wall. There's a bunch of different pig masks, but the one on the I remember the one on the far right. That was the original. It's the original one. Okay, but it looks like you got an it honestly it looks like the halloween version not the actual original like from the movie but all you get is like the the crappy halloween one also i want to know did they specifically plan all the pig stuff out to be like hey this is thematically for pigs are police or did they just get lucky because the original series had the pig face pig man face and they were just able to bank off that and kind of make it relevant to police i'm gonna say that one like you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I would say that one. Oh, another thing I would say that I liked that 
the costume he had on was just a normal ass trench coat with the mask on. Yeah. <laughs> the reason I say I like that because in the original movies, they had the fucking hood. Yeah. It was a tailored hoodie with red on the inside, black on the outside, <laughs> and it was perfectly sized out to them. It's my biggest problem with what I had with the original, like John Kramer's original jigsaw costume. That red and black almost made it feel like Naruto Okatsuki. Yes. Like they look like they're gonna go to anime convention. I mean, if Honestly, you I think about it, like all a, it missed was the clouds. If That's, you <laughs> if you think about it, it's pretty much an allegory of it. Like <laughs> he pretty much is pain because he's sharing his pain with everybody else, and he's talking about the appreciation of life because you can't appreciate life without pain. So is John Kramer, is Jigsaw a ninja? Is this whole time in the world of Naruto? He's a weeb the yes. entire time. He's a he weeb was a weeb the entire time. You he will, runs. Now you will know my pain. When, when, he's, when he's alone in the warehouse, he does that thing where he runs behind his back. <laughs> the fucking so, ninja run. So, so Jigsaw's just a weeb. <laughs> At that point, I think everybody would just stop investigating. They'd just be like, you know what? Fuck this. Fuck it. No, no, I don't want to fuck with this guy. Um, come back. But over, like I said, overall, personally, I like the movie. I want to see more. Yeah. Uh, I like Chris Rock in it a lot. Yeah. I, I, I like Chris Rock. I do like Chris Rock. But you can definitely tell there's bits where it's like, we need you to do like stand up. Like as naturally as a character. The whole opening bit when he was talking about Forrest Gump. Yeah. And how, like, no really woman would want to fuck him. Yeah. And because, you I know. Like, I got to look it up. But I have a feeling all those guys are comedians. I, I got a feeling. Oh, yeah. I got to look it up to confirm it. Yeah. But I have a feeling either that one guy he was talking to another comedian. Yeah. Or he does great improv mm -hmm. or that was all staged. One or the other. Mm -hmm. But I have a strong suspicion this guy is a comedian. Like, you. It's funny because, like, you could see what's, like, the comedic jokes and the comedic timing in this film. But they don't really feel like jokes. It just feels like more detail for the character. Yes. That's where I, I did really like that a lot. But you can definitely tell they had him doing bits like it was his own stand-up. Yeah. Like I said, okay, I like this character. One, because, you know, I mean, anybody who's a fan of Chris Rock's comedy, mm -hmm. you know, they're going to like this because he does make the jokes in there. Mm -hmm. But um, but the jokes didn't take me away from the movie. No. That's what I liked about that, at least. No, no. Um, but like I said, I personally, like I said, way before this movie came out, mm -hmm. I said this to you guys that I wanted to see Chris Rock in it because I think he aged into that character because we've seen his movies beforehand mm -hmm. and he always played, you know, he had that high whiny voice mm -hmm. and he tried to, you know, essentially scream his, you know, his dialogue every single time. <laughs> he did scream his dialogue a lot in yeah, this but movie, this one, it, but it, like I said, it fit. It, it made fit. sense. You he was an older guy who's just fed up with everyone's Yeah, the shit. veteran cop who the entire force hates him and he's just getting fed up with shit. And you get to see it. You saw him really lose his shit. Yes. Like, over the course of this film, he's just fucking getting madder and madder. Which, I, that pacing I liked. But it just it slowly started yeah, going to yeah. like him losing it. So the very end, that one shot where yeah. he's come, he's walking down the hallway, which they show in the trailer, yeah. and he just has this just... Oh, that like, oh yeah, that one just shot. That, now, what's it called? That, that he cold just face. Yeah. Just that emptiness. dead, soulless, empty face. That was a really nice shot. But even before that, like the whole, like when they're doing, when they're like, anytime they're doing police work and they're shouting anything, you're like, come on, get on the ground. Like you get that, <laughs> you get that. Chris get on the ground, Jigsaw. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, Run, Jigsaw. He did that a lot with the crackhead yeah. character. He did do that. Oh, the crackhead character. Oh my goodness. Dude, that, 
That was all him. That was all him. Yeah, that this, was not. This is a bit where they're trying to get information from this drug dealer. So to trick the drug dealer, he acts like a crackhead. And he played off that. He did a little too much. He with did that. a little. He actually did like a small dance. Yeah. And, like, and he. like <laughs> had the crackhead jaders and everything. He started getting, like, like an iPad and like. He actually went like that. Honestly, I. I truly believe none of that was written. That was just him I talking. Think, yeah, I think that was him just making up shit. Jeez. That was like, but see, they had those moments that was yeah. just like, it was obviously just for Chris Rock to be Chris Rock. Yes. Mm-hmm. But like I said, just quick cover all what I said. Chris Rock, great. I like the whole, you know, the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't, only thing I would say I didn't like was like the, uh, not only maybe it's the actors, maybe it's the writing. It's going to be the, the cops. The cops? Oh, the other cops? Other cops. I mean, they were just fodder. That's all they really were. Yeah, but they made them shitty. They were all... That, they were, I think, no, no. They were shitty cops, but they're just like... They just look like they're all just shitty people altogether. Oh, okay. Like just a general shitty human being. Yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. was just like, like... Yeah. They made it seem like everyone in the force was just straight up shitty. Instead of like, like at least try to hide it that they're shitty. Like, no, the guy was just straight up an asshole yeah, the entire like, time. Most of these cops on the force were just cold-blooded, like, murderers. Yes. Like, that's how they played it. Like, if you were to say fuck you, they'll just shoot you in the face and walk away. That's how it made it seem like every cop yeah. was. Oh, uh, okay. Like, they were that far of being shitty human beings. Yeah. Damn. That's the only thing I didn't like. Yeah. I say okay, yeah. The, I don't say the only thing, but I mean, the major thing I didn't mm. like. Just that, how they portrayed them, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. But like I said, it's a huge allegory on police brutality, police brutality. You know, the fucked up justice system, all yeah. that stuff. But I liked it, so. But like I said, solid C plus for me. Uh, solid B minus. B minus? All, B right. Minus. all right. Yeah, but I think that's, that's a good point where we'll close this episode. I think we talked enough about Saw. Mike, you definitely got to see it sometime this week. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's, it's a decent film. It's, it's, not decent. Too sca- it's not too scary. It's not scary. There's no, it's not horror. This yes. is thriller. Just straight, straight thriller. thriller. There's small Jump scares that, or at least attempt jump scares, but you see them coming. Yeah, you see the okay. jump scares coming like a mile away. Yeah. There's only one that like got Ashley, and that was just a church jump scare. Not even that. I didn't get. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I saw that one coming too. So, so. I saw it coming. Yeah, because yeah. it, it. Just to give you, you know, quick spoiler to the jump scares. There's always a black fucking scene. Like yeah. it's literally the, the character walk into darkness, and you know it's coming. Yeah, like you, it's the obvious jump scare setups. Ah, so okay. the, you see them coming a mile away. All right, but. I think that'll be a closing for this episode. We want to thank you for listening to tonight's podcast. I'm curious about your thoughts on tonight's topic. Did you like Spiral? You can leave a comment below if you're watching this on our Next Journey YouTube channel. If not, we'll be pinning up an open forum on our website at www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash red band podcast for our listeners to discuss episode topics and various other film related news we put up episodes every friday for our audio listeners you can find the red band podcast on itunes amazon music spotify and of course our website which i'll say again www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash red band podcast please like and subscribe and we'll see you next time later taters